0: Blog Talk Radio Ladies and gentlemen, boys and cool Step right up, behind this curtain line the am a gas concoction of delight
1: And welcome back to the greatest show on earth that is Talking Terror. As always, I'm your old pal, the King of Horror, Andy G., welcoming you back to this new episode where tonight we're going to be discussing the Demonic Dean's film pick of the week. Night Fair from 2015 and directed by Julian Seri. But first and foremost, thank you to all the veterans out there. Happy Veterans Day. We hope that you're all enjoying it, both the ones that are serving and both that aren't anymore. But as always, I'm joined by the bold and the beautiful, the Gopi Keith.
2: Oh, hello, hello. How was you tonight?
1: Oh, we we're starting early, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was gonna break out the really bad French impressions later, but I guess we can start now. <laughs> I'm uh, doing very good,
2: sure yeah. I'd give the intro with that and, and, and then we can let it let it fly for a little while. So.
1: <laughs> There we go. We'll give it a little bit of a break. And we're also joined by the psychic Simeon, the Mad Monkey, and the Prince of Amor's Day. Yes, we, oui, we, oui, monsieur. Well
3: <laughs> this, this is the Mad Monkey, broadcast you live from the Rocky Monkey Rehabilitation Clinic, where we bring you the best of podcast there is in all of the land. So make sure you listen with your mother. Make sure you listen with your friends. Just make sure you fucking listen. <laughs> Oh listen.
0: oh, listen
3: Listen Listen On the Listen Listen Listen, listen. He <laughs> is
0: the Moulin Monkey <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: And yes, we're also joined by the man who picked the ninth episode, the Demonic Dean. Welcome
4: back, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Vive la France! Parlez-vous français? Oui, oui, monsieur. Bonjour. <laughs> that, translates Bonjour. To, uh, that translates to good evening. I'm so happy to be here. Go fuck yourself.
0: <laughs> hey, look at that. Ah, hey. uh, love it. That's a whole big statement. <laughs> That's
4: legitimate, legitimate, legitimate English-French uh, translation. Oh, wow. No.
1: And there is a little bit of French in this week's shit description, oh too, so don't get fooled, guys.
0: <laughs>
1: I made sure to put a little French at the end of the tag for this week's episode, so don't get afraid, guys. It's French. You can look up what it means, because I think you'll like it. But <laughs> so, um,
0: yes, before we get into... French, but they're not French. Yeah, pick it up. It's
1: a good hobby. You know, everybody should learn a language. Why not French? Why not German? Why not
2: Spanish? Men, something send me I learned well, there you go. I am saying words in French.
1: <laughs> I just want you to beat uh, uh, me like uh, one uh, of uh, your uh, French girls.
0: Uh,
3: yes, uh, yeah. like the French, like the French tongue and the French
0: kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, felt that one. Felt that to the phone. <laughs> <laughs> like well, all yes, Freddy uh, Krueger and shit. <laughs> yeah,
1: disturbing. I'm your boyfriend now, King.
2: Oh God, listen my ear. <laughs> It's seminary school all over again.
1: (laughs) I know. That one year that I had, it was a lot of fun. It it was weird, but it was a lot of fun. You have to read it in my biography coming out next year.
0: Who, me? Yes, you.
1: (laughs) But, yes, before we kick off with the horror news with the the dean, uh, Monkey, Gould, do you have anything you want to catch us up on, what you've been watching, anything that you have uh, before we get in?
2: Uh, I
3: I've got uh, a couple things about NECA, but Gould, do you have any personal news you want to talk about, or no?
2: No, I'm good. Thanks.
3: All right, cool. All right, yeah. Uh, so NECA, all right, is coming out with as if you saw on our Talking Terror Facebook page, um, they're coming out with a My Bloody Valentine box set because they're teaming up with Screen Factory, so that's going to be coming out. Unfortunately, it is a cloth figure, along with mm. for the holidays. They are coming out with a Misfits (laughs) holiday themed (laughs) Crimson Skull figure you know, for Mm -hmm. uh, under your Christmas tree, so, you know, fuck that up on the shelf, and get a Fiend instead, but also ACA is still kicking out other shit, now they're coming out with two two two-packs for Puppet Master, so they're coming out with seven-inch figures of Blade and Torch in a two-pack, and Mm seven-inch figures of Pinhead and Tunneler. And the cool thing is these figures look cool as shit, and they are not false figures. They are sculpted. So, yes, they you know, of co- <laughs> so, you know, King and I always get excited about sculpted figures versus the cutout paper doll looking figures that <laughs> come out. <laughs> yeah. Ugh.
0: But yeah. Disgusting.
3: <laughs> but those are coming out, and uh, no release date as of yet, but yeah, those hey. are definitely in the works. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry. Yes,
4: Did, you hor- <laughs> Did you have that on your heart? Did you have that on your heart, News Dean? Uh, no, but I have it at the the top of my my wish list. <laughs> your Amazon wish list.
2: Your Amazon wish list. Dude? Yes.
4: Are you, sh- <laughs> you showing uh, My, titties, my dude, internal. My my <laughs> internal
2: wish list. <laughs> uh, right, see,
4: right
0: that's that's you're gonna 20, make an OnlyFans.
4: I
1: think you an OnlyFans. You need to start an OnlyFans. and make the money real fast. <laughs>
2: That's uh, my plan. What I've heard, that's, uh, that's, cr- that's crashing and burning pretty quickly, man. You know, it, it had a... Oh, just as uh wanted rise, to get into it. And, and just, as, uh, just as abruptly, is starting to uh, already get all kind of dissuaders. I guess a lot of people are... Uh, oh. a, a lot of the quote-unquote talent has had issues with their, their monies, getting their monies, and I don't know, all kinds of uh, thanks.
1: No, oh, that's awesome. from what up, I understand um, and I'm
4: I'm, I'm, I'm no expert there on, there. on the platform. <laughs> uh but from what I understand a lot of that happened uh a lot of that <laughs> bullshit happened when uh when uh, that Bella Thorne
2: Bella Thorne
4: made an account. What's that?
2: Yeah, the Bella Thorne situation.
4: Yeah, she like who? made an account there uh with the promise of a photo and there was so many uh like over a million like subscribers to her account so quickly it like did something to the whole system and screwed over like the people that are there every day grinding out, like how they get paid, like the whole system got fucked up. Like people that were using that platform, uh, like when Bella Thorne went on there, it was like the worst thing <coughs> that ever happened to it. Hmm. Oh, I don't really know who that is, but I hmm. I guess an actress or some
1: kind, uh, like porn actress or something. Yeah.
4: Bella Thorne, dude. She
2: was no. in the babysitter. She, she's in the babysitter. Mm, okay. She's, uh, the cheerleader girl.
1: Oh right, okay. So I know who that is. Okay. Well, that's a shame, you know, because I know that uh, Zelina Vega in WWE. She's on OnlyFans too, like charging hundreds of dollars for her pictures. I'm like, well, that's kind of taking it away from the amateurs. That's naked pictures. Yeah.
2: yeah. Oh no, I mean you say that like that. That should be obvious, right? But there are plenty of people that are on there. Oh, that don't do it. That are not showing shit.
1: That's uh, how I would not, do it. be on their shirt with getting shit. drunk but talking like, you about horror talk movies. Don't
2: put yourself on a porn platform if you ain't gonna fuck and put out the porn. Yeah, that's sure. true. <laughs> you do
1: it. It's a lesson from the ghoul right there. Seriously, Get man. Get that shit out of here. Nerve those fucking people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the the neck Naked News from the Monkey. And as for me, real quick, uh, I did uh, tell the boys through a group chat that I did watch a couple movies recently. Uh, one Ooh. was just released on the 6th called the, uh, the, the band The Wicked. Uh, directed by uh, Brian Bertino, who did The Strangers, uh, The Dark and the Wicked, rather. Um, fantastic movie. That actually might be my favorite movie of 2020 so far in the horror genre. Um, you know, just a hell of a movie. And if you have the time to rent it, uh, The Dark and the Wicked, uh, definitely worth a shot. Very slow-paced, demonic-style movie. Um, the other one that I watched uh, just the other day was Oz Rodriguez's The Vampires versus the Bronx, which is a horror comedy uh, just came out on Netflix uh, this past uh, October. It brought me back to those childhood movies of, like, The Monster Squad um, and Lost Boys and, and mixed a little bit of Attack the Block in there with The Bronx. And that's what you get with Vampires versus The Bronx. It's a fun fucking movie. If you just want to have a fun popcorn night, definitely high recommend uh, Vampires versus The Bronx. Cool. So those are my two. And I'm also watching Des, the uh the Dennis Nilsen series starring uh David Tennant as Dennis Nelson, the serial killer. Uh it's only a three part series, and I'm on three right now, and David Tennant does not disappoint. Him and his fucking Scottish accent as Dennis Nilsen is fucking rules.
0: Like he really Whoa. just sinks
1: into that character and looks just like Dennis Nilsen, especially if you look at the mugshots versus David Tennant's mugshots. Like just almost like a mirror image of Dennis Nelson. So that's another one. That's on Sundance. Uh, right now. You can watch that on Sunday and it's on demand. Uh, so that's available. But anyway, that's what I've been up to. That's what I've been watching. So, Dean, take the floor. What's, what's going on with our news?
4: You know, we haven't even had know. a chance to see A Quiet Place 2. That's not coming no. until 2022 now.
1: What? But 2022?
4: 2022. 2022 it's been pushed to. Shh. Jeez. And they already have somebody named Jeff Nichols writing and direct, uh, who is writing but is also going to direct A Quiet Place 3. So before the world has even had the opportunity to get to A Quiet Place 2, which has gotten pushed further and further back, uh, there's already plans for a second sequel in the universe oh. of The Quiet Thing quiet place excuse me yeah
0: that's
3: now i I haven't seen a quiet place yet but do you guys think it actually lends
1: itself to a sequel possible i don't think so but i mean hey listen it made money made a lot of money that first one (laughs) so i i knew there was going to be a sequel but a third one before even part two comes out i don't know that's that's really just jumping ahead of the curve what do you guys think
4: Yeah, I mean, I think it's a big gamble. Like, I know The Quiet Place was a huge uh, success when it came out. And, you know, I saw it in the movie theater and, you know, thought it was like a, you know, like an effective, fun experience in the movie theater. It's not something that personally I have ever felt the need to watch again. I enjoyed my experience in the theater. Um If it was a normal universe and this thing would have come out and there was like a spare day, it's one of those movies uh, and Tuesdays traditionally are good days for me when after work I could have just walked to my local spot and Tuesdays is $6 for everything all day. I might have walked down and and sat down inside for the $6 showing and checked out A Quiet Place Part 2. I have no idea what my feelings will be about it in 2022. Um, With that being said, uh, I couldn't even speak to what I would feel about a Part 3 without even having seen Part 2. So, you know, okay, how about like... you,
0: Ghoul? Oh, sorry.
3: <laughs> you were down. <dead.
2: laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, the, A Quiet Place, Man was one of those films that was hyped. Way before it ever got released, you know, it was supposed to be so great, so different, so new. You've never seen anything like this before. They've rewritten horror, you know, all of those fucking wonderful things that they love to just like throw on these films that might do something slightly different than the norm. Um, You know, watching it, yeah, I, I definitely felt like it was something that was... I guess, world-building, you could easily see where they take that movie and they take that world, that that all this shit's going on, and they could branch off into all different places with it, similar to what we saw them try to do with Clover. All
4: different all um, different quiet places with it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> there you go. So you could have multiple
2: <laughs> quiet places. You know, you could have the silent places as well, and then you could have loud cities. Who knows, man? Um... But yeah, as far yeah, as like they're doing stages. this, uh, it is what it is. They like <laughs> to make money. So, that's what it comes down to, and it'll be made. I mean, listen, the sequels, hopefully, is quality. You know, I'm hoping for something better than the first film, because I was very underwhelmed with that movie.
1: Well, we'll see in 2022 what our feelings
4: are about A Quiet Place
1: Part II. All right, Dean, what's next?
4: Uh, so, the uh, we've recently, in our messaging to each other, we're talking about the scary stories to tell in the dark books. Uh, the Ghoul, uh, a recent acquisition to his personal library uh, recently. Awesome. And it's been announced that uh, scary, sequel, scary Stories to Tell in the Dark uh, has a sequel on the horizon. Um, Andre Orbidal uh, says there's a great new story uh, he says that the script is well underway and that the sequel is going to continue to feature the iconic illustrations from the books. Uh, there is no timetable, but uh, there is going to be a sequel to Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. I'm
1: looking forward to it. Are I, hope you... the first
4: one. <laughs> I was, I was going to ask, are you going to give it a shot, King?
1: Yeah, I'll give it a shot. I mean, I didn't mind the first one. I just – I was – there was – books are just so unfilmable. So, I mean, it, to do what they did, I appreciated it, but it just it wasn't exactly what I wanted. So I'm yeah, kind of hoping that they list. do get a chance to see yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, you should still check it out. I would definitely recommend people check it out, especially if you're fans of the book. But, yeah, I'm hoping with Part 2, they definitely stick more with the Stephen Gamel illustrations and bring them to life. But uh, we'll see, you know, when it comes out. All right, Dean, so what else? <laughs>
4: You all have well, not not all of you, but I know the ghoul, for certain, has been so excited about the Mandalorian. And hell yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and the monkey, the monkey too. Oh yeah. Oh, oh please yeah. Oh, <laughs> huge. Well, well, King of Horror. I certainly know it's not you.
0: No. But I couldn't no, remember the even.
4: monkey's uh, feelings on the situation. But uh, John Favreau, who is the creator of the Mandalorian. Uh, you know, they say that he uh, had been hard at work on uh, season three, although it hasn't been a uh, season three has not been officially greenlit by Disney Plus. Uh, the word was that it could be in production as early as next week, even though uh, there's no official uh, contract. But now word is starting to seep out that. Mandalorian season three might not be the first project uh that there might be a Boba Fett mini series uh that gets filmed before the Mandalorian season three.
3: That would be fucking awesome.
0: <laughs>
3: i think anything with fucking Boba Fett in it. Uh yeah. <laughs> that's my that's my motherfucker. So yeah. <laughs> Goo, cool. what about you, man?
2: Uh, I'll be honest, I really wasn't listening at the moment. Um, oh, I <laughs> just, no, I, I have to say, I know that this will actually affect the dean. Um, this like just totally popped up on my feed suddenly. Whoa, so did that. That that looked oh. good, um, but this one didn't. Um, you is it uh, a happy pre <laughs> no, well, that was, that would have, the one was a happy feed. The other, the one, this one is not. You pre ordered a PS5, correct?
4: No, I did not. I, I you know, every pre order place was not taking pre orders, so I put it on my back burner.
2: Ah, okay, okay. Wish well, that's a good thing. Now, I guess there's uh, some kind of major storage glitch that uh, there are reports of units that are completely dead because of said glitch. <laughs> so. Oh, uh, oh fun. I am quite happy well, that uh that, that I indeed did not pre order and I am waiting on this system. I didn't pre order that fucking three sixty man. Yeah, that's what all the motherfuckers that yeah.
4: pre ordered it before I could get for pre ordering before me.
2: So there. Yeah. See?
4: Take that, people.
2: The dean has struck <laughs> motherfuck.
1: Shots fired <laughs> That's
2: just what happened Oh, oh fuck a duck uh. Uh, now, now, you said something what, I, here's, what, here's what I'm going to go with Okay, I heard Mandalorian, I heard Boba Fett And I heard the monkey say He would love a series with Boba Fett um, So if that's being the case If they're going to bring in Tamora Morrison Which I would love to see I'd like to see that guy work Because I always enjoy him and stuff Even even a little bit as Django Fett, even though the fucking dialogue. But that's not his fault. He was only reading the lines they gave him. The dialogue was atrocious. Um, but yeah, I, I, I wouldn't mind seeing a, a Boba Fett series. Like I said last week, you know, he's the he's the most popular character in all of cinema that has done absolutely fucking nothing but die and not die really. You know, um,
0: <laughs> maybe he's a <laughs> I shitty mean, character. I know,
2: I know. I know he yeah. fought hard. Oh, Again, fought Han, but you know, really, you
3: motherfuckers! Oh, you motherfuckers! I'm gonna get every one of you motherfuckers when I find you.
0: <laughs> I don't know well, what, what, what that
2: is. kills me is <laughs> I saw a uh, picture today of uh, Pedro Pascal or Pablo Pascal, whatever the guy's name is that plays. Pedro Galoorian. <laughs> Pedro Galoorian.
0: <Guerrero. laughs> <Pedro laughs> <Guerrero.
2: laughs> <laughs> okay. cocaine. Um but they, they, they had a picture of him holding a pillow. And I guess that's something he does every now and well, again while recording pillow. lines as it represents the child, as he's doing his lines and stuff like that, you know, Baby Yoda, and blah, 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 blah. The problem is,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know, here he is without any kind of costume. He's not wearing his Mandalorian gear. And I can't <laughs> see this guy's face. Because, unfortunately, as a Game of Thrones watcher, I know him as a, another character who met a very, very, very brutal and horrific fucking demise. Who, I, you know, I can't see him being the Mandalorian because I see that, and I'm like, yeah, that guy got his fucking ass whooped, okay? So, you can't be the Mandalorian and get your ass whooped like that at all. It just doesn't work. So they need to keep the fucking helmet on all the time.
3: I agree 100%. Don't forget uh, to wear your yeah, helmet. Cause,
4: <laughs>
3: yeah, because that was one of those things that I was very, very upset about that they did in season one. I didn't th- I didn't think it was necessary. <laughs> I didn't think they needed to go there. And I think they never should have gone there. Should've
0: but they went there, girlfriend.
1: Listen to the monkey. <laughs> they did. So more of a Mando-Borian next week. Am I right, boys?
0: Oh, no.
1: <laughs> snooze fest. Anyway, I to settle myself
2: to fucking Picard. You fruit, give me a break. You want to watch an old <laughs> British guy with fucking no hair, fucking sitting on a planet somewhere, saying, "Oh, I wish I was still flying a starship."
1: What are you talking about? Man, we've
2: got some exciting. What are you shit getting angry here. about?
1: Make, ne- I never watched one episode of, of Picard. What are Star- you talking about?
2: Don't no make fun of our Star Wars just because you're a little Star Trekker.
1: I've never seen one episode of Picard, like, so I don't even know what you're talking about. I don't care for it. I watched Next Generation. I thought it was Trek fucking taller than I want Star Trek. <laughs> and I like the, re- the reboots. So, that's it. Lies. I'll reboots. take that any
2: day. You yeah, want to lick Picard's so fucking head. I know it.
1: No, I'd rather do it oh. to Ian e. McKellen. That's why Magneto.
2: He he wants a devil's triangle
1: with <laughs> Picard and Magneto. Ooh, that would be so good, man. would be a lot of fun. <laughs> That will be one good time. Bend my metal anytime, Magneto.
0: Oh, shit. It's all time, Charles. You made me, you made me spit <laughs> up my drink, you fucker. <laughs> we are the ones, Charles. Now, send over. <laughs> Damn Eric. you, Eric.
1: Damn you and <laughs> your powerful powers.
0: Your powerful powers, huh? Bang me down on my wheelchair. You powerful powers.
1: (laughs) Even those magical powers of yours, Eric. (laughs) Why is Mystique just watching?
0: Just shaking her head in disapproval. (laughs) (laughs) Tuckold.
2: Actually, I mean, come on. We we all know the truth. Cyclops is the cult, the cult, the cuck. Oh, yeah, he's always
1: always gonna be the one. Nightcrawler
2: pegs him. (laughs) Oh, yeah, he probably
1: would. That's why he wasn't in the last, uh, the third one that often. He got pegged to death by Nightcrawler. He was the Catholic. Man,
2: I, you know, I got excited. Email. And you know, it, it was one of those where it was like, you know, the, one of the websites that I'm a part of. It, it's like this so-and-so actress has, you know, got a hot new scene, and I'm like, nice. This is one of my favorite, you know, milf actresses, and I'm like, I'm all happy about it. And then I found out that the it's the MILF like it's, uh, India Summer. Um, you know, she's uh, a tall, lanky brunette. You know, I don't know. Just, it's just oh, she's pretty good. Mommy. I like the one who heard she was she's,
1: brunette. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, I like a better brown hair than blonde uh, but, but regardless, it turns out Like, you know, it's one of those scenes on Fucking kink.com for Pegum. You know, and it's like Wait, said, is she a real actress Michael...
4: or is she a porn actress?
2: I don't want to watch actress. Michael Vegas Taking a big old Shrap on in the booty Like, you know what I mean? Like, come on, man I'm good
1: It was Michael Vegas? Wow, yeah, I could see that though. Wait, she's a real
0: actress or a, a,
1: a Porn actress Oh. Just oh, because uh, she's a okay,
2: pornographic actress does not make her less of an actress. She's just an actress. So she,
4: she works in adult film. Yes, yeah, In adult she entertainment. Because uh, I, I, I wasn't familiar with the name, and I pulled her up, and I, I, I see that she was in uh, yeah, the Magic did. Mike X X X L. And I thought that was the sequel to Magic Mike, so I didn't realize that that was an actual movie or uh, <laughs> an adult film. I would have, I would have Right, because isn't Magic Mike with uh, what's his name? Isn't wasn't the sequel called like Magic Mike like Double X or something like that? Yeah, Double XL.
0: So. <laughs>
1: Long about
4: I'm looking at some of the other titles uh, that she's been in here.
1: She's been in it a lot. Okay. She's done a lot of good ones. A lot of good stepmom. The yeah. Adams family Triple X. Yeah, that was a good one. And a gangbang at the end of that one. <laughs>
0: well,
1: how you know that? <laughs> yeah. You get to see Uncle Fester in a whole new way in that one.
4: Wait, he let's start so the next generation. This is real. This is this is like a Oh, no, it's, a, it's not. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> it's a XXX parody. It's a it triple is, X parody. You just <laughs> My bad. Yeah, you
2: just fell for that. Like, they, they've got those now. Yeah. Where they'll be like, this ain't Star Trek. Not Spider-Man. It's a porn parody. You know what I mean? Yeah, or but,
4: but not, I'm, you know, from a sideways glance, not exactly the, Twilight the, 3. the actor, the actor, <laughs> yeah. they have half of his face on the cover art, uh, you know, at a glance, looks just like mm. Picard. I'm sending you a picture <laughs> of that to the group chat
2: Right now that is like, a, Tell me I'll that you can have Without looking closely yeah.
0: Yeah. The, the very first porn, porn <laughs> I think they're
2: hysterical man They're <laughs> really funny the, A lot of times <laughs> they put they put a lot of work into them <laughs> And the actors do actually <laughs> take it seriously <laughs> As far as their performances <laughs> go though, <laughs> Which are always comedic <laughs> yeah. The
3: very first I porn I, I ever saw w- 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 Was Sex Trek 2 The Search
1: for Sperm Good on you. Wow, it yeah. does look like the card,
4: man. Right from <laughs> like a quick cool. glance, right?
1: From a quick <laughs> yeah. glance,
4: that looks legit.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, Deadpool was a pretty good one. Deadpool XXX. That's a pretty good porn parody. Yeah. And they had fun with it. Axel Braun's a great director when it comes to porn parodies. <laughs> guy knows what is. he's doing. Yep. Hey, Listen, I watch a lot of it, Monkey. All right? So yeah, I know some shit. He's right? a
4: connoisseur. <laughs>
1: Fucking giggling in the corner over there. <laughs> Nick King, oh, yes. I'm a very yeah. lonely fucking fat man. Was by himself. All oh, right. Okay. There's a see, lot of uh,
2: Kimberly, Kimberly Kane is in that. She's up in the upper right. She's always fun in those movies.
1: Oh yeah. April O'Neil's always good for those porn parodies. Well, I see James
2: Dean. Is it James Dean or Michael Vegas in the one next to it? Lust on the Prairie. Uh. I don't think it's
1: James Dean. I think he got ousted from the porn community because of all those rape allegations.
2: Uh, was I haven't seen him
1: doing anything.
2: Lost mm, on the yeah. So. I don't know. I, you know yeah, that I came after. I know this ain't a porn podcast, but we definitely go into it enough. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I, whatever he did, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know if there was any convictions. Whatever, terrible things. Yeah. I no. did enjoy whatever he was doing prior, as far as his hardcore scenes. The guy did hardcore well. Obviously, though, I he took it too far, which was was a bummer.
1: Yeah, yeah, he did. I mean, you know, Tommy Pistol to me is the goat. You know, as far as you mm. know, goes. I mean, that fucking guy's amazing, funny as hell, he too and much a, a great performer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's always a good time whenever you see Tommy Pistols is going to be interesting.
2: Yeah, it's we got to get You watch him perform. You watch him do these things, and there's just times where he can't even help but laugh at himself. You know, like, that's when you know, like, he's hit a certain, like, level of what he's doing because he'll get, like, this This look in his eye, and you'll see, like, him giggle as he's doing whatever he's doing, and it's like, oh, man, he just caught himself real fucking hard. Oh,
1: the evil dead porn parody he did with uh, Burning Angel. Yeah, he fucking just pro characters so many times in that scene. Yeah, you know, there is this. of uh, the uh, it's just great, Tommy. But all right, Dean. Now, what
4: do you have next? Back in 1966, Dan Curtis from 1966 to 1971 blessed the world with Dark Shadows. And mm-hmm. quite some time ago uh, on this program, we had talked about how there was going to be a Dark Shadows revival series for the CW uh, that was uh, going into development. And Mm -hmm. apparently people who were interested have been waiting for updates and the updates have been delivered. And the updates for the Dark Shadows revival is that uh, Dark Shadows is no longer in development at the CW. Uh, They did not even film a pilot and there are no further plans to push forward with the project. So if you were looking forward to a modern day Dark Shadows CW revival, unfortunately, your hopes uh, and your dreams have been smashed by the powers that be.
1: Mm, it's a shame. It was, I didn't even really remember it, to be honest. But yeah, I knew that, uh, like you said, it was happening, not happening. But I don't know, Tim Burton ruined Dark Shadows for me. So I'm yeah. glad that they're not moving forward with uh, with the TV series. <laughs> Tim Burton, like, how dare you, sir? <laughs> like, Dark Shadows is classic. And then he turned it into a bullshit comedy with Johnny Depp. And,
3: yeah, and his wife, again,
1: <laughs> well of course he can't do a movie Where, without it. her. He's like He's, Rob Zombie. Yeah. Can't do a movie yeah. without Helen Bottom Garden, you know. He just can't. Well well I know he, he can't got, do a movie uh, without
2: his wife. He had to leave the uh the third Fantastic Beasts film um because of yeah, uh, he did. whatever happened with him and Amber Heard, so I guess they had asked him to uh to resign from it. But I did hear for whatever little filming he did he got paid in full for for whatever it is. So, I mean, he's still made out on the That's money, and great. now they're busy, they're busy looking for another actor to play uh, Grindelwald, which I heard in the running is Mads Mickelson, which I would not mind at all because he's always fun to watch.
1: Yeah, he'd be a good choice, you know, but I don't know. I mean, uh, I don't know. Depp is so iconic in that movie. I remember seeing the trailers. I was like, looks fucking badass, could be a good villain, but Mads Mickelson just classic. Uh. I mean, he and like be honest, I was
2: under I thought he was gonna be a good choice. I was underwhelmed with Depp's performance. You really didn't see a lot of him in the movie. Um I heard, he not, yeah. Watched, I have only watched it twice. Um yeah, I, I wouldn't even mind if if they brought back Colin Farrell from uh from the first one. But uh yeah, so I mean whoever they bring in, I I think they'll be able to to make do with it.
1: Bring in Tenet. Have to make David world Yeah, that's true. true. All right. So. So what's next? David Tennant's
2: already a villain in the Harry Potter world, though. So,
1: is he? This is true.
2: Oh. Yeah, you know
3: yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think he was in the third movie. I think it was
2: fourth movie, uh, Harry what? Potter and the Goblet of Fire. He was uh, Barty crouch Yes. Yeah. Barty Crouch. Barty yeah. Crouch Junior. Sorry. That
1: was the one that I mm-hmm. did see in theaters with my ex and I don't remember him being in that one at all. I think I was half asleep half the time. I had to be poked awake or something. He's movie.
2: constantly like flicking his tongue all over the place. He's like
0: <laughs>
1: No Yeah, see I just I like the last because this Ray Fine just fucking playing a maniac that entire movie and Voldemort was so badass. I was like, This is the only part of the movie I like. And was, like easily defeated sucked. So. <laughs> this guy has come into power for so long, and he gets fucking easily defeated in the last movie. All
2: that kind of, yeah. I mean, I guess it is kind of a bummer. And I mean, if you read the books, I guess it's a little bit different because you get more of a buildup for for Voldemort. But yeah, I can see where it could be underwhelming for some. Uh, who only watch the movies only because, you know, you you keep hearing about this guy being a badass. You keep hearing about this guy being a badass. The whole wizarding world is so afraid of him. And then finally he comes, you know, he comes to fruition. And it's kind of a drag because you really don't get to see him until the final movie. And then, yeah, he's uh, he's, he's dispatched.
0: Yeah. Shit, never better, uh... I haven't
3: even seen that movie yet. But fucking spoilers, guys. Did I just Hopefully. spoil that for you? It's been out
2: for a so, while. So sorry, man. Yeah, that's
0: only
1: 10 yeah, years. I think it was uh, The Half What Prince. I think that was the only book I actually read in the series because my ex at the time was like, dude, he's so fucking badass. He just kills everybody. He kills his whole family. He just slaughters everybody. I was like, that's awesome. I can't wait to see the movie. And they showed none of that. <laughs> I was like, wait, where's all the killing? Where, where? He, he killed a whole lot of people. They didn't show any of that. They're just like, oh, he's evil now. And then he put Well, it that's and all what bullshit. they're
2: kind of building with the Fantastic Beast stuff. They're going in to when he mm. was younger, and hopefully, you know, I'm assuming they're eventually going to lead into his rise to power, and I hope that leads to, you know, a couple of films in which he, uh, he wrecks some hell, man. I want to see some some badass, like, Voldemort at the height of his power.
1: That would be cool. Not no-no, it's yeah. No, but he was—he <laughs> had his moments. When he slaughtered a whole group of people at that table, and then he had the snake fucking walking around in the blood. I was like, that's cool, man. For
4: a kid's movie.
0: <laughs> I was
1: like, you know, he was more of that.
4: Always blew my mind right, point point point. from, from uh, Strange Days.
1: Yeah, Ray Fiennes. Mm-hmm. Good actor.
4: Yeah, man. All right, what I do love you got? that, that movie. So, what's on the dot uh, Yeah. The most popular Netflix original film of 2020. Are you ready? Ready. Hubie Halloween was the most popular uh. film on Netflix in 2020. And I have to say, uh, with uh, with this additional information that uh, traditionally uh, my love for the first batch of Adam Sandler films. And even before that ghoul, I'm sure you will remember the days of us driving around and listening to the, you're all going to laugh at me tapes, uh, nonstop, uh, even before the world was blessed with Billy Madison and happy Gilmore. Uh, the, my love for the early Adam Sandler films, uh, is, is strong enough to even, uh, not be soured by, Uh, his output over, like, the last ten years, give or take one thing here or there, but I tried to watch Shoeby Halloween one night, I put it on, and I have to say, that was, like, the worst fucking shit that I have ever seen in my life. I could not believe how fucking terrible it was. Uh, Aside from the fact that it was terrible, it was like they were throwing in references from all the older Adam Sandler movies, but, like, references that you like that you would get if you were the dumbest person on earth, like, no, no, like, no, like, nod in a wink, no, oh, maybe you'll figure this out, just like beating you over the head with it. Uh, I, I didn't even finish the entire movie, it, it's been a long time since I've been watching a movie and have been like, stop, I'm done, I can't watch another minute of this, and that is what Hubie Halloween did to me. I couldn't believe how bad it was. <laughs> <laughs> But it's hot that's what I've heard, man. It's
3: like,
1: yeah,
4: it's like
3: I've heard it's just bloody horrible, you know. And it's and everyone repeated exactly what you said, Dean. And they said, and just take that and mix it with little Mickey acting, and that's what you have for Hooby Halloween. Yeah,
4: the trailer yeah, I hated much,
3: little Mickey.
0: Yeah. Nikki. <clears throat> <You> know, <laughs> that was
4: kind of that was when the theatrical output like started to. That was the first dip. Uh, in my opinion, when you look at the yeah. films that he was in, he was like on a roll and little Nicky came. And for me, and like, just for example, like my brother really liked that one, but that one came and I was like, Oh, like now, now we've reached the crossroads. Uh, this is the one <laughs> like what's going to happen from here, you know, cause he'd been on a pretty big winning streak. Um, so I don't think it was ever the same after little Nicky, to be honest, but, uh, no. Well no I mean, to be Halloween though. Know, After
2: and, 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 and that, but, yeah, I mean listen, little Mickey was was a bummer. Um now, whoever liked it, I'm not knocking them for liking it. Listen, you know, it's all all subjective. But yeah. We had him doing his whole we know we know the we know the king loves loves Adam Sandler and his heebie bid a bee Um But we also had smart comedy with the wedding singer. Um, you know,
4: I saw him
2: do, so- do something a little bit. That was before
4: Little Nicky, dude. That was before Little I Nicky. I understand that,
2: but just before Little Nicky was Big Daddy. Then there was Little Nicky. But then you have Punch Drunk Love, Mr. Deeds, Anger mm. Management, 51st Dates. All four solid movies.
4: Ah, so, objective. I mean, you can't say it's the gonna, beginning I'm of gonna... the downfall. Uh, so, well, I'm going to differ because, one, like, Punch Drunk Love is, like, its own thing. It's a brilliant film. I happen to love that movie. Um, like, Mr. Deeds, like, I like every time that film is on, I watch it. I've seen that movie a billion times. But, like, if you want to get critical about it, it's fucking sick. And then, uh, it's what? like, Anger management too, I watched for the first time. I watched that for the first time since I saw not Not since I saw it in the theater. But I watched it for the first time in quite some time recently. It's been on the cable rotation. And, like... Like there's some funny parts to it, but I I feel like it's so forced, uh, and I and I and I and I, I really wasn't feeling it all that much, even though I watched it. Um, I have to, you know, in the in the in the spirit of transparency, I I never watched Fifty First Dates. It just didn't appeal to me. Um,
3: what? It's
4: it's, uh, it's you know. movie. It's <laughs> I fucking hate that movie so much. Sorry, uh-huh. um, and some and the grown up stuff. Uh, which I saw some of that and that was just no good to me.
2: For me, everything after fifty first dates is Hello? that roller coaster drop, man. That is where it's oh, like, okay. Yeah. You know, you're looking at longest yard, click, you know, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry, fucking Hello? Zohan. Hello? You know, the, that for me were were all basement dwelling fucking things, man. I didn't mind uh I actually watched Funny People. Hello? I ended up getting it with a uh with a group yeah. of other films, mm-hmm. it was one of the bundles that I got, and it's long, but it was enjoyable. Yeah, I, I found yeah. it enjoyable. It's it's strange. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's it's very strange. It's a very very subdued Sandler, mm-hmm. um, which was kind of cool.
3: Cool, yeah. well, but then but then he also took a, a good step back to his old school stuff with the movie Pixels. Where, you know, if you're a video game nerd, you know, you fucking love that movie. And he did a good job of going back to the Happy Gil, you know, the classic Happy Gilmore stuff that you guys are talking about.
0: Mm-mm.
2: See, I thought Pixels was subpar. I liked some of the video game references, but, you know, it it didn't do for me what I what I was hoping for that film to do. Actually the other movie that Likewise. I liked within like any with any of that stuff afterwards was uh I did enjoy Blended. You know, there's parts of Blended that I thought were very fun. I like whenever he's with Drew Barrymore, man. I think the two of them mesh very well. And I think the kids in that movie kinda kinda add to that to that extra humor. They're really funny. Bella Thorne is actually one of them too. She's uh Sandler's uh the oldest of his daughters.
4: And, oh, okay, and the goes and
2: brings it around.
4: <laughs> right, <clears throat> way to go you know, when, I like I, when I was no. watching when I was watching Hubie Halloween I had this thought so uh, when Sandler was out promoting Uncut Gems uh, he, he you know one of his press rounds was a stop into the Howard Stern show and when they were talking about Uncut Gems and his the possibility of him uh, being nominated for an Academy Award uh, he stated on the Howard Stern show that if they don't give him the Academy Award uh, his revenge is going to be that he's going to make the worst movie that he possibly can. And I think he he be succeeded Halloween. with Hubie Halloween. TV <laughs> <Phoebe> Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> succeeded.
1: Yeah. We'll no we'll am scared stupid. <laughs> yeah. No interest. I mean, I, don't, I hate Sandler so much. I just don't care for him. I just—I just, I never got onto it, but anyway, I mean, the we, we, when I talked about that in our splice episode, where we just talked about Jim Carrey <laughs> versus Adam Sandler, and went off on that. So we won't go off on from that tangent again. But all right, uh, a that thing, that's a whole different thing. That's a
4: whole different—that's a whole different thing, in my opinion. But anyway, let's move on. This is not the—this is not the Adam Sandler <clears> hour. <throat> uh, excuse me. So, Jordan Peele, of so many things. Uh, you know, we had talked about the deal that he had signed. Uh, His new horror movie has been given a release date of July 22nd, 2022. They've given no other details, no title, no plot synopsis, nothing other than Jordan Peele's new horror movie will hit the big screen on July 22nd, 2022. What Jordan Peele has said is that he aims to top Get Out and Us in the scares department, uh, and that is what you have to look forward to. Uh, as far as Jordan Peele both writing, uh, which he will be doing, as well as directing. So July 22nd, uh, 2022, we'll see the birth of something from Jordan Peele hitting the big screen. I'm in for it. Hmm. I'm a big fan of Jordan Peele, so I'm ready for it, whatever it is.
1: Yep, 2022. To
4: 2022.
0: Yep,
1: both of those films I like. I know
4: it's divided. Austin, like uh, Get Out, people are divided, but I love them i I love get out i i I saw us in the theater um I left the theater with uh like mixed feelings uh but it is something that I feel uh one hundred percent warrants a rewatch, which I certainly will do. I haven't gotten to it which yet should uh, but you i should
2: have done when we had our episode about us, but it didn't <laughs> It went by memory and Wikipedia.
4: Yeah, was, prob- prob- what, was I even on that episode? Did I end up even being on that episode? You were. Yes, you were. Wikipedia yes, you were. Right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that was a rough one. We made it. Oh, it good, a good one! I made
2: it. Good. T-
3: good times. Good
0: times. <laughs> yeah. Good times. yeah okay. Speaking
2: of getting out, uh, uh, you know, like I, uh, I finished those. Uh, I watched all those Blumhouse films, the ones that uh, that Hulu had put on. Um, yeah. And you know i I have to say thankfully the other three films I felt were were better than the lie um that was probably my least favorite of them um nocturne was good quality stuff it reminded me of uh it,
4: it was very art-
2: artistic in its delivery but it was it was a fun watch um I enjoyed the ride it was a good slow burn um that being said though the uh then there was Mm, what's it called Evil Eye which was an mm. Indian film but in English and then the third movie Black Box um, that certainly borrows heavily from Get Out you know and that I think was kind of disappointing so put that on the uh, the lower tier of the four Keep talking so about I definitely recommend seconds. both uh, Nocturne and Evil Eye though
1: well I mean you know and, and Get Out somebody actually pointed out the other day they said I love Get Out but it's just kind of like the skeleton key and I was like it. Kind of, in a way, you know, with, you know, possessing somebody's body and making it your own, Um, you know, but I I just think that Get Out did it better than uh, Skeleton Key, even though we did talk about that in one of our episodes, Skeleton Key, so that's up in our archives if you ever want to listen to our thoughts on that movie, but yeah, I definitely just thought that Get Out did it better, the whole, you know, possessing somebody's body and taking them over, but we also have another one coming out this Friday, Freaky, with uh, Vince Vaughn and uh, Catherine Newton, which I'm really looking forward to. That might be my return to theaters. I really do want to see that movie. Uh, which one did you
0: know, I got. A, you yeah.
3: said Freaky? What? Yeah, it's yeah, called Freaky.
0: freaky. Movie? <laughs> it's
4: the one with Vince Vaughn. I love this Friday.
1: I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, you know, like I said, happy my return yeah. to the theaters. Yes, Christopher Landon, looking, happy, death day, at... happy death
4: day to you. I was looking yeah. at uh, information about that one earlier today. It's a lot of fun. The trailer sold me. Was, you know, looking
1: forward to seeing it. But, Did yeah, you just I say it might be a return, the return to the theaters? Yeah. Yeah,
4: because I really want to check how that are, out. In, in that regard, how are <laughs> things doing in your area? Because, uh, you know, not in my uh, – my county is the county north of San Francisco – but in San Francisco County, uh, they've scaled back all of the reopenings because of numbers of COVID, uh, including theaters and indoor dining. So how are things doing by you right now? Uh, the one that uh, I used to go to, Penn Cinema, is still open, fully operational.
1: Um, you know, they have their movies going. And the one that I started going to uh, that opened up closer to me, Real Cinema, which is on Harrisburg Pike, you know, they are promoting full service with their food because it's a food theater, you know, where you could order. Oh, and they're, they're the promoting
3: full service at the theater, are they?
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Full service at the theater, you know, with their foods and, you know, obviously limited seating because of COVID, but otherwise they are fully operational. They're ready to go. So that's probably where I'm going to go to go see uh, Freaky because that's one that I don't want to miss, you know, when it's in the theaters
2: cool man yeah <laughs> uh, i with the uh i know with the the announcement of the possible vaccine from pfizer um amc report i guess they reported a 60% jump in their stocks um, so that's good at least it shows that people are going to be willing to go back to theaters once things are cleaned up but yeah here the yeah, you know day, there, they, uh, you know there's an interesting
4: scale things back interesting, uh, interesting wrinkle to that uh, you know my wife was doing some reading my wife works on a lot of programs that involve Pfizer uh, and was doing some readings about their vaccine. And one of, and while it's exciting for the numbers that they have talked about, one of the things that hasn't really been uh, publicized widespread, which uh, puts an interesting wrinkle into uh, like storage shipment and delivery is that where they are with it right now. One, uh, it's it, it's a two-phase thing where you get it once, then you have to go back for a second dose. But right now, it needs to be stored at minus at at minus ninety degrees. Uh, so the transportation and shipment and storage is go if they can't figure that part out is going to create a lot of challenges. Min- minus ninety degrees, it needs to be stored at. So, uh, you know that's one of the things that is not in the exciting column, because uh, minus 90 degrees is fucking cold.
1: <laughs> and what's cooler than being cool?
4: Ice cold. Outcast taught me that. <laughs>
0: hey, 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 nah.
1: Oh, sorry. That's right. I wanted to walk in that song.
3: Yeah, because that's where that. you learn how to shake it like a Polaroid.
0: I did. It was, a Polaroid it was fun and
4: Polaroid had to release a statement that you should never shake a Polaroid picture. Just for the record. <laughs> but moving right along. People have been doing it since a <laughs> long time. <so. laughs> we had, we had, I know. We had some chatter earlier, uh, or at least I saw some chatter in our group earlier today about the, uh, Ryan Murphy's uh, release of his American Horror Story 10 uh, image of the open mouth with the razor-sharp teeth with the tongue being... You know, etched in with the AHS-10 logo. No caption, uh, no details, uh, just that, which, uh, you know, speculation uh, running rampant over uh, what that might mean. Ghoul, did you say that you believe maybe a shark from those teeth? Is that what you were saying?
2: Oh, (laughs) yeah, I was just fucking spouting nonsense, man, like I normally do.
1: (laughs) You might be right, though. He might be right because he did say he wanted to do a sea themed uh, season 10. Well, they, I thought, thought he did, if not to do in May.
3: I, I thought he wanted to do space themed for the next season. Maybe it's a space uh,
1: shark. He, oh, yeah. but they already did, did Sci Fi.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah Sci Fi already did it. But no, I don't know. He said it was going to be sea themed, you know, something like that. So unless he changed it, but, you know, he could be on something with a shark mouth.
4: Well, back we'll in see. May, uh, for season 10, apparently back in May, he released an image with no uh, information. Also, that was an image of a, like, a serene uh, lakefront image. Sharp and, uh, you know, supposedly it's tied to uh, this. So if it's lakefront, it might not be shark. Uh, he might be going, maybe he's going down the Piranha Road. Uh, but they've still, done never so. remains to be seen. Uh, covid <laughs> Uh, has put the, you know, the monkey wrench into everything, away. including American Horror Story. So there's no word on when we're going to see American Horror Story season ten. Hey, I'll
1: do anything for a shark movie. But so we'll, this
4: be is keeping, we'll be keeping the our way eyes way open. Well, you can be looking forward to the Meg part two, King.
1: Yeah, I am. Even though I was disappointed with the first one, I am looking forward to the Meg part two. You know, hopefully it'll be better than the first one. Which sequels sometimes can be. Just depends on what you got story wise. I want to see more of that It would dark. just be killing people.
3: It would just be cool if they released a rated R cut of that movie, man. And just actually put it out as an alternate DVD, or you know, yeah, and, I, and, or I, like I, in, I in I the features. That would be, that would be really
4: fucking cool. Yeah, absolutely, and, and unfortunately, and I would have to go back and look, but I believe that they didn't even like film that shit. Like if there is that stuff doesn't even no they f- no put out, they, like, they filmed it for the Meg. Mm-hmm. Then I'm thinking of something yeah. else. There was something else where we were like, "Oh man, I wish they would do this," and then we learned that they didn't even film that kind of version.
3: Yeah, I yeah, yeah I like looked it like up and
4: the, yeah, filmed some scenes for it, but they were just like, "No, nah,
3: this shit's way too harsh." we're you know, we're just gonna scrap all this shit.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I don't know if that was a make or not, but yeah, it would be nice just to see more of a rated R version than a PG-13 version. You know, more blood yeah. more shark attacks be so oh, cool nom, nom, again, to... the pro-
2: the problem though is and here and I don't know if there's any way to do that in a bloodier version the shark is so big that it swallows you whole so being that there's no chewing there's no
4: Ooh, blood it doesn't yeah.
2: be, it's not going to bite and you. and take me down
4: into the gastrointestinal shoot. system man
2: and so there you go. There, there we can take a deep dive, like 10 Cloverfield Lane, and spend the time, like Jonah and the whale, except in the belly of the shark. And we'll go through its digestive tract. We'll sit there. We'll, we'll watch somebody slowly dissolve in the acids it's in the of the shark's of the belly.
0: Over the course of a thousand years. In the pits of the sauna. Mm. <laughs> bring it back <laughs> to Mangalorian, as,
2: as as narrated <laughs> by George Takei. The bits of the oh my! my. Oh, oh my! my. <laughs> oh my!
0: He's going through the balloon knots now. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> it's going to be the next Star Wars audio book. <laughs> oh, oh, Brad! Narrated
1: by George Takei. <laughs> I'd
3: I'd, I'd, I'd fucking listen. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm.
4: So the, unfortunately uh, the Netflix series the Santa Clarita Diet uh, ended after three seasons. Uh, It was canceled by Netflix, but it was also canceled uh, without resolution. Uh, The creator of the Santa Clarita Diet Victor Fresco Uh, says that although there's no chance uh, with Netflix, even though uh, they received hundreds of thousands of signatures on the online petition for more, uh, he knows Netflix is not a possibility, but he says that the cast uh, is game and wants the opportunity to be able to at least bring some type of closure uh, to the series. So uh, he says he's exploring options. uh, I have to say that I watched uh, the first season of the Santa Clarita diet and loved it. And then just for whatever reasons, uh, never went back to it. And then when I heard that it was ending, that it ended with no resolution, like even made me like not, I never didn't want to go back to it. I would have gone back to it eventually. But once I heard there was no resolution, then I was like, oh man, well then what's the point of going back if there's like no ending to the story. So uh, I haven't seen the second and third seasons, but I loved the first season. So if I would imagine, if he finds a way to get something going, uh, that would make me want to go back and watch it. But the three seasons are still
2: there on Netflix. If that's your kind of thing. Is there any reason why Netflix show. doesn't want to pick him up?
4: No man, Netflix never give really gives any reasons when they cancel shit. Uh, Ghoul, I don't know uh, King King and Monkey. I don't know if you if you guys watched this one, but as a as a fine example. I mean, no. And even though the first no, not Santa Clarita died. I'm talking about something else to make a comparison. But uh, there was one season, and Grant, and, and it was kind of left at a cliffhanger. And I know, Ghoul, that you loved it too, Monkey and King. I don't know if you watched the one-season Netflix show called Everything Sucks. Uh, but <laughs> that show is fantastic. Fantastic. <clears throat> and it ended on a cliffhanger. Yeah. Uh, and this then they it. announced that that was that. So they never really, Netflix doesn't like to talk about their ratings and their numbers and who's watching what, unless when they, you know, make an announcement about something being the most watched thing. But they're very secretive about that shit. And when they end something, they don't say why. Uh, so, no reason was given. They've never talked about the numbers for Santa Clarita diet, like if it was popular or not. Um, but anyway, it seems I thought like Lord it was great.
2: popular, though, judging from the amount of people that yeah. I knew that were watching it.
4: Yeah. And Drew is great. And we were recently talking about Oliphant on the show. And, you know, he was in there. And, you know, it definitely had a following. Yeah. It, it's Oliphant. I saw all those wrote, Oliphant.
0: it roll.
1: You know, but maybe
4: another place well, will pick it up. Who knows? So that's what's going on in Francisco. Or
3: they could, always just, they could always crowdfund and then just do an independent movie and then, you know
4: cap it off. Yeah, well, like I, I said, the creator, uh, Victor Fresco, is exploring different ideas. He has not said what those ideas are, but he is the, the man carrying the flagpole and wanting to make something happen for the fans. And speaking of right. for the fans, Uh, We've been talking so much about the Scream 5, uh, but I don't want to talk about Scream 5. I want to talk for a minute about the original Scream, and this Saturday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Looped Live on the Internet uh, for $20, uh, you can hang out with Kevin Williamson, Neb Campbell, uh, Matthew Lillard, David Arquette, Jamie Kennedy, Skeet Ulrich, the whole gang from the original Scream, are getting back together for an online like table read hangout uh, to raise money for the oh, Rose McGowan is taking part also uh, for the national breast cancer coalition. They're looking to raise money. Uh, it's $20 uh, to, to get the login to be part of this. But if you are such a fan of scream and these performers, you can pick one of the cast members and for $100 after this streaming event is over, you can do a one-on-one video call with a cast member of your choosing. Uh, you get a copy of your video call uh, and some other goodies and uh, get to hang out one-on-one online uh, with one of the stars of the original screen for $100. Uh, so that's going on. All proceeds are going to the National Breast Cancer Coalition. Uh, so that's pretty that's cool. going on up. in the world of free.
1: That's that's not even that expensive. If you're a big screen fan, 100 bucks, you get a video uh, chat with uh, one of the cast members. That's pretty nice. homeboy somebody does it out there.
3: Especially when most people are just charging 60 bucks for autographs at cons and stuff like that. That's that's a pretty cool deal. Oh, I
1: know. <laughs> yeah, for a couple bucks more. Yeah, video chat.
4: So you know, uh, you know, pretty cool experience. Uh, you know, no <laughs> word on whether or not this experience will lead to any of those peripheral uh, characters getting a chance to. Rejoin the universe with Scream Five. I know that Matthew Lillard, uh, like on his Instagram, has like thrown his hat into the ring and talked about how his character might have survived and you know trying to get himself back in there. But uh, whether or not it happens, uh, it remains to be seen. But this Saturday, if you want to hang out with the cast of Scream, uh, you can do so for 20 bucks. And if you want a one-on-one video chat after that hang is over, uh, 100 bucks is the price. And you also get a copy of the video chat to save uh, and watch for your pleasure and leisure at times in the future. And then finally yeah, that's a pretty good deal. the last thing that I want to talk about. Uh, we had recently talked about the uh, the Creep Show Halloween animated special special. And if you've been following along with news about the Creep Show series, one of the one of the episodes of season two was actually going to be a two-part episode, uh, part one and part two, of something called Shapeshifters Anonymous. Uh, But Greg Nicotero, who is uh, directing that one, uh, has announced that as a gift to to the fans who have been so patient, uh, you know, through COVID and waiting, uh, that have supported them and and made them like the popular property at Shudder, they have decided to take the Shapeshifters Anonymous and make a uh, similar to the Halloween special. There's going to be a holiday special uh, debuting on Shutter on December 18th. Uh, the hour-long special is going to be the Shapeshifters Anonymous Part One and Two uh, as a standalone creep show special uh, that is not part of season two. So, uh, you know that is it stars Anna Camp and Adam Holly, and December 18th on Shutter. Uh, will will be the opportunity for you to sit down and celebrate the holidays uh, with your friends over at Creepshow.
1: That's Ooh. how you do it. <clears throat> nice Christmas special. You and live. you said
4: that's going to be animated or no? <clears throat> no, that's a live action. That's like a legit... like. Oh, okay. cool. Not animated. Oh, that, I didn't that, think that, the that. animated that's was
2: terrible. That. It wasn't great either.
1: No, I haven't watched it yet. I was going to do that this weekend, but... Like I said, I got to revisit the
4: second. I watched the survivor type one and, you know, as a represent and, and what it, what it has caused me to do. And I did dig out my, my OG uh, skeleton crew book uh, to get it at the ready uh, at arm's reach. Uh, It caused me to want to go back and reread the story, which I have not read in. (laughs) Yeah. I don't even know how long, Uh, a long time, like, like, like a couple, something else we were talking about recently. Like I might not have read that story in 30 years, but, um, it caused me to get my book out, which I did. uh, And I'm going to reread that story and then maybe watch the, watch it again. Uh, But I do need to go back and give full attention to the second part, uh, which really didn't get my full attention when I watched it. I was kind of dozing. I started it way late at night. So, um, you know, I feel like at this point, my feelings on the Halloween special are mixed, but the upcoming holiday special is going to be a live action, like legit uh, creep show live action setup.
2: If I can, right. because I'm Should totally be allowed, drawing a huh? blank. What was what was the second one's premise again?
4: Uh, the Twitter Circus of the Dead. Okay. That girl yeah. was with her family and, and tweeting out her miserable experience. Yes.
2: Yeah. yeah. Joey King actually is the uh, the actress too that was uh, was doing the voice. She was yeah. in the one Blumhouse film, The Lie. Uh yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I still stand where I was. I, I was kind of <laughs> with it.
1: <clears throat> All right. Yeah. That's a, you know, yeah, the, the Animatrix
2: it. ruined me for yeah. that kind of stuff You know like it, <laughs> it's
1: Animaniacs
2: Anytime you take a live Animaniacs action was awesome. property <laughs> And you're like Hey we're going to give you like an animated version Of it For just reasons is like okay uh-huh. no. Yeah I felt the same way about <laughs> the Animatrix <laughs>
3: The Animaniacs No not yeah, that's Animaniacs The Animatrix
4: Animaniacs is awesome. It's still awesome. (laughs) All right. So what else do you have, Dean? So, uh, you know, that Creepshow holiday special coming up December 18th uh, is the final piece of information that I have to share in this portion of the Talking Terror program.
1: All right. Excellent. So as we get into the final hour of the show, now is time for the demonic Dean to present his film pick of the week. Night Fair, in 2015, directed by Julian Seri. Oh, take
4: it away, Dean. Yes, Night Fair, 2015, directed by Julian Seri, starring Jonathan Howard and Jonathan de Merger. Uh, two friends, uh, old friends, frenemies, friction, uh, however you want to describe it, uh, after some events of which we will talk about, end up taking a taxi ride to Paris with a mysterious... Taxi driver, uh, they exit the cab without paying their fare and taunt the driver, who then begins to follow, torment, and terrorize them throughout the city. Uh, you know, culminating with a with a final act <laughs> that I'm looking forward to talking with you guys, uh, talking about with you guys. So uh, we have Night Fair from 2015. So what did you think of it, man? uh i feel that the first two-thirds of this film uh you know I, I found it to be interesting i like when you have like minimal characters and i like when you have two characters who obviously are so close but have so much conflict between them uh and you know learning about this conflict as the film unfolds um i found it to be like a little bit of a I I didn't realize that this was kind of less in the horror direction and more in the thriller direction. Uh, I can't. I wish I could. Uh, when I was going back into my notes from uh, where I where I make my lists, um, I can't remember where this title fell into my my sphere from. But something made me add it to my list for the show, and if I added it to my list of what's that? <laughs> Brittany. What?
2: Leave Brittany alone.
4: <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. Said, it, but when I added things to my show <laughs> list, wherever I learned about this, wherever I learned about this, uh, it must have sounded more horror to me for me to put it onto my list. But I found it to be, uh, for the first two thirds, I found it to be a tight, fun little thriller. Um, the 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 car driving scenes and score and atmosphere reminded me. I don't know if you guys ever saw this, but it was a Michael Mann film with tom cruise and uh jamie fox called collateral,
2: collateral. um
4: yeah i was getting like big collateral vibes from this um i found it to be like kind of like a tense thriller with some bursts of with some cool violence and then i for me like the the final act went completely off the rails so i'm looking forward to getting to that portion so like i liked the premise um I I was I was kind of like puzzled and dissatisfied in, in that in that final act, but I'm looking forward to all of your thoughts, and I'm really looking forward to talking about that final act. So, uh, there there there's right. my feelings on on nightmare. All right, so Dean, what do you think about nightmare? I just told you what I felt about nightmare. Oh, God, I grew, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just I'm not looking forward I to, to. I, hear if he was I don't want to talk about it. <laughs>
2: I just,
1: I was just, uh, yeah, I fell asleep. Sorry.
2: Listen, you know, I mean, like I've said in the past, horror is not always blood and guts and gore and all that. It's horrific situations, and for these two friends, this was a pretty shitty night, you know. Um, that being said, you know that the movie had some redeeming qualities to it, but. It did have a – it worked at a European pace at times, which, you know, unfortunately could lend to, like the king said, you know, falling asleep. I did not fall asleep to it, but I did come close a couple times.
1: Mm. <laughs> uh, Monkey, what did you think about Nightmare? All
3: right. This is a movie that – um, yeah, I felt like it was three movies that I was watching that were matched up together three very s- easily separate movies. Um, but we had a fucking car movie, so fuck yeah. I'll take anything with cars. Um, but I wouldn't have chosen like my car to be a 2005 Chrysler 300C CR- <laughs> CRD with a V8 package, but that's just me. Um, yeah, I did the research, gang. <laughs> um,
0: of course you did. But,
3: <laughs> but i was just, all of the scenes where it was the car chases i fucking loved it i was really fucking loving the car chase scenes the th- the third act we'll fucking get to when we get to it um but it just for me the interpersonal relations kept taking away from just what i wanted was just a fucking car chase movie like fucking i was I I dug the fuck out of the driver, the the driver's character, Batista and Stone Cold, and mash him up together and throw him in a fucking angry ass car. So I was all about
2: that shit. I just kept seeing Batista. I just kept yeah, yeah. seeing fucking Batista throughout this whole film. Yeah. Okay.
3: So it wasn't just me. <laughs> French
0: <laughs> um, Batista. That's but, all
1: I said. Yeah. My notes.
0: Yeah, but,
3: but the movie, like the I, I enjoyed. All of the kind of art – like I actually enjoyed some of the art bag douchebaggery here, where they just did a lot of nice, really random shots throughout the city. Uh, you know the way the movie In opened. The city with, of life, oh, this is yeah. beautiful. <laughs> yeah, but um, and the way the movie opened with its synth uh sound, soundtrack, it was like you know it was almost giving me like John Carpenter kind of vibes. Like so, everything about the car parts of the movie I fucking loved. Um, the drama parts, the, you know, of the love triangle shit, i you know, easily could have done without. I, I just wanted more car shit running people over. All right, King, what did, what did you think of it, man?
1: I mean, this movie definitely could have just been like an hour long. And it felt like it was way too long for the runtime. Dude, it was only yeah. an hour, and
4: 20 minutes, dude. It felt and like could have been
1: 45. It felt like this was like a Lord <laughs> of the Rings epic, the way that this movie was running. I was like, geez, are we still, we're done yet? Nope, still got 20 minutes left, but now I just – it's like uh, they they took Christine and Michael Myers and threw it into a movie, and they said, this is what we got. But then we're also going to throw a love triangle in there because we have to have characters because these one-dimensional ones just aren't going to sell it throughout the entire movie. So we have to have some kind of silent killer who has a heart of gold because he does save a dog from getting beat to death, which I was like, okay, cool. You know, and he pets a dog, real nice. But ah, this movie just – it was boring. You know, I fell asleep a couple times during it. I just I was waiting for the resolution. And Then yeah, like the the demon saying that third act. What the fuck? Like okay, we're here now, and <laughs> this is what we're getting. And just uh, complete 360. <laughs> and okay, this is how we're gonna wrap it up. And man, I just like I, this is one of those I just couldn't wait for it to be over. I just I, these two characters are just nothing. Like I didn't feel for either of them. I didn't have Lucian or you know the the girlfriend show up every pop it up every now and then. I don't care about her either. You know, just, uh, and then they give them a sympathetic you know, point where it's like, well, this is why uh, Chris had to leave. is because of this. And I'm like, oh. Like, that's why they had fire effects streaming throughout this movie for no fucking reason? Like, all of a sudden, a fireball pops up when they're running away? I'm like, okay. Oh, well, no, we got it. That's why. <laughs>
3: but, yeah, um, what you're saying, thinking oh, so is just if you had... If they had written the characters better and written them more solid with them actually telling the story of each character then maybe we would have actually given a shit about their actual stories. What were you going to say, Ghoul? Oh,
2: I was going to say like I said with the whole European flavor, you know what I mean the you know the the, the way they tell the story I think is the strong point of the film in, in a lot of ways. Like the Dean had said, you know, it's the relationship of these characters. It's the tension between these characters. Um, you know, the, the idea that obviously there is a strong friendship between these two guys, but there is also a romantic, uh, romantic rivalry and, and other things going on here. Um, but well, my my main thing, what I really wanted out of this film, I wanted the Marie story. You know, the girl who was at that party, man. Holy cow! Like, why couldn't they have just kept her in the movie? That that would have been <laughs> nice. Man. The, the the one friend in the uh, in, in the the apartment at the party.
3: Yeah, you, the you're going. Yeah. You're going to have fun. <laughs>
4: yeah. I
2: I wanted to have fun. I wanted to see a hell of a lot more of her, man.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like to kind of so, echo what the ghoul is saying there, I think that's what what is important because we don't yet know uh, we don't yet know why um, Chris. we don't yet know why Chris laughed. You know, we 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 sense the friendship between him and Luke, and we obviously know uh, through the introdu- introduction of, of Ludovin that there is a a triangle there, and I have seen. And, and Ghoul, like you've lived it like I've watched this kind of situation play out mm-hmm. in real life. Um, I, I've I've seen this kind of situation in in different avenues and 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 portions of my life in real life and seen like friendships With and, and what this kind of thing can do. It's like a reg- like real legit thing. So like we have to two, two, the two male leads Luke and Chris who obviously care for each other deeply and are very close friends and for whatever reason that we don't yet know, have take, taken divergent paths uh, and have fondness, but also animosity towards each other mm-hmm. and, and struggle with that in their interactions. Mm-hmm. And that tension between them, you know, as, it, as the story is beginning to unfold when they're in the cab and then leave the cab, at this point in time, like, we're still unsure of what has led to, to, to Chris having to have left And we are, at this point in time, I'm still wanting them to elude the taxi driver and figure out what their story is and see what direction that relationship is going to go, both for them and also for Ludovine. At some point, uh, you know, that mindset kind of switches and you start to question, or at least I started to question, the motives of the taxi driver. So I thought that there was interesting shit going on between those characters as the plot continued uh, to unfold. So I was kind of engaged in that. And that kind of the unknown of what those two had done, why Chris had to leave uh, and the love triangle uh, was what kind of kept me engaged in what was a simple premise As they kind of ran and it seemed to be just running back and forth on the same streets. Uh, you know, being pursued <laughs> by the taxi driver, you know, before they met yeah. up with the cops yeah. for the first time.
1: That's pretty much mm. it. That's exactly how it felt. Mm. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't really get much from either of the characters. I mean, obviously you do have that setup of, of the, the love triangle, you know, and, and Luke is more of the party guy, you know, snorting cocaine and wants to have fun and drink champagne. While Chris is more of the wet blanket. He's just like, I just want to get Ludovine back and fuck you, man. Like, you know, we're not even friends anymore, but I guess mm-hmm. I'll go with you. And, you know, after they leave the party. Yeah. But it's, when you kick it off with Luke having money, but he ends up deciding to run out of that cab, it's like, okay, now, okay, let's see. We're on something. Because we see it this taxi driver might be a little bit evil. And now he's chasing him through the streets. And I, those are the best parts of this movie, for me anyway, it was the cars. You know, because it seemed yeah. like it was like Michael Myers. It would fucking appear out
4: of nowhere. All of a sudden, they're like, okay, we got it. We're out of here. We made our escape, and all of a sudden, well, the car were pulling around the corner. I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. Like, and cool. <laughs> to Comment on that, King. It was funny. When they went to, um, you know, what was the, what was uh, uh what was the, like, the gangster? What was his name? Was detox. It, uh, oh, Detox. Detox. We went to Detox's place, and, like, they all go out on the balcony. Like, somebody's like, oh, man, it's like Jason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just with
1: the way he's standing there, just, you know, just. <laughs> very just imposing, you know, but it's just, it's great because the car shows up everywhere and you don't really know what he's going to do, but when this fucking guy gets out of the car and starts wrecking
4: people, it's like, okay, so he
1: has a car he could use, and he has his fist.
0: <laughs>
1: he can use the one. got
4: out of the car, and uh, like mm-hmm. now, now my, my timeline in my brain is getting scrambled, so I apologize for asking this question, but did the experience with the police officers happen before or after they went to detox? Before.
2: Before.
4: Before. <laughs> they went
2: to detox yeah. first. No. they no. And they the police have right.
4: All right. So the, the, so the taxi driver, right. So where my whole like perspective on things when I was saying about the characters, where my perspective on things changed was when the taxi driver came out and confronted the cops. When he spared the officer that didn't take the money. I was like, and okay, like, there's the some, film, like, something different. What's that? Yeah, much, much later.
2: That's much later in the movie. Yeah,
4: the first yeah. time. They, the well, that's time after. They interact- wait, that's that's after detox. Yes.
2: Yes, but yes, you're talking about when he spares <laughs> the cops. Jeez. is after detox. But the okay, running. All right, all right. My yeah, My bad. Luke and Chris is prior mm. to detox. Mm. Okay, yes, but. <laughs> But before all of
3: this begins,
2: all right... See, it's all this French fuckery. They
3: can't just have a story (laughs) in one
2: single line.
3: Nope. But before all of this begins, and they're going to head over to Detox's place, all right? That's when Luke, just out of the blue, says, hey, you want to jack a car? Just like we used to back in the day. Okay. So, they know how to fucking jack a car. So, one of my problems was, while all this fucking... While all this car chase shit is going on, while I'm fucking loving it, okay, is why don't they fucking jack a car, and just get the why fuck out of
0: dodge?
2: Because every, every time this fucking maniac yeah. with the car yep. comes flinging around a corner. That's why, you know, how are they gonna jack a never had car? a chance to
1: catch your breath. Every time they stop, you'd be there, like the like the, ghoul of like the, the, the set. So they never had a chance to be like, okay. Let's go hotwire a car. <laughs> yeah, still. They just, just didn't damn. have the time. They could,
3: they, could, they they could, they could have hotwired a car. Especially when they were in the fucking carport, they could have had time there. <laughs> but also, it's nope, like they just kept running up? places. They also kept running places where the car was able to get to them. You know, it's just go someplace where the car can't get you. You know, at least you know yeah. that's how it is at the beginning of the movie because our man doesn't mm-hmm. pop out till later right. when we get to the the carport
1: when he fucks up the security guard <laughs> for good reason. That fuck <laughs> beating on a dog like that. I was like, yeah, good on that driver. I'm with him in this point. <laughs> but we also get to see the cops because they're just fucking morally corrupt, and I did like that, especially when the one weed cop is patting Chris on the chest, and he's like, see this guy? You don't hang out with this guy, huh? You know, he's bad news. Like, you know, well, while they're taking his money, who taking his there? drugs. You know? <laughs> you know, and yeah, the one cop does say, I don't want to take it. I'm not taking that bribe. Like, you know, I'm just going to, you know, I'm fine. I want to be a real cop. I don't want to be corrupt. So you have one good guy out of all of them. But uh, after this, that's when you get to the underground car park. Yeah, with the security guard with, you know, the most adorable fucking dog ever. Is like, you know, attack him, kill him. And he's just like, I want to play ball, man. Like, you know, hey, I'm going to run around you. Like, I just want to have fun. I'm, I'm a dog. And just when he just starts kicking that dog, I was like, where is that driver? To just rip his fucking head off. Man, yeah,
0: didn't disappoint. <laughs>
1: you yeah, know when he's just sitting there And he's petting that dog Like that dog who just had his best day ever And worst day ever at the same time <laughs> Like I'm getting petted but I'm also My ribs are broken and I'm probably going to die But hey man, having a good time
2: I for one wish they didn't do this Because the reason is, is It shows you That this taxi driver Is not an evil person you know, and no, the idea that they've been painting at this point is he's the villain. These two guys yeah. are schmucks that ran out on him, but he's supposed to be the bad guy. You know, it'd be like Michael Myers. Well, we saw it in Halloween 2018. Michael Myers not killing the baby. Now, is, is oh. it a horrible thing to think about. Oh, my God, Michael Myers killed a baby. But exactly but he my point in a horror film. Yep. Michael Myers yep. killed a fucking ba- like that puts him over the top that's what makes him like a mega villain like holy shit there's no fucking saving him there's no no going back now you understand why they're locking him in a fucking basement and trying to light this motherfucker on fire because he is the full embodiment of evil so the fact that they inject this dog scene just to give this guy a fucking softer side is like okay I didn't mind it, <laughs> but it I mean, starts just, to plant yeah. a
4: little bit of a seed that things are not all as they seem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I, don't I mean
0: want
2: that's why that I didn't seed. mind it much. The, the twist is Michael better a the seed. You know, you could have given hints mm. that were more subtle yeah. without something as literally like, hey, we're gonna knock you over the fucking head, look how nice he is with a dog. He might as well have been like He should have, I would've
0: loved <laughs> that.
1: But man, he's gonna rip those people apart, but he's so nice to that dog. You want a treat, buddy? You want a treat? Hey, I got a baguette in my car. Like, let's go for a ride. Who wants to go for a ride? Who's a good dog? Who wants to go kill these people yeah. with me? And that's one thing that did throw me off is that he didn't take the dog with him, is that he left the dog.
0: Yeah, he <laughs> the to same John me. Wick. <laughs> yeah. See,
1: that would have been a better angle. Leaving that security guard to the weighing in a pool of his blood while the dog just sits there and wagging its tail. I was like, that dog would have hauled right. ass. <laughs> I want right. to go with that yeah. guy, not you. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, yeah now they baguette. are running from the car park.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we well, cool? and... I wanted a baguette.
2: <laughs> yeah, there you
4: go. <laughs> get some wine in the baguette, but
2: yeah, yeah this, this
1: is, is really, uh, the same after, after the that.
4: run. I want to the... comment that on that real quick, yeah. and it, maybe it maybe it's the setting, and I don't know about you guys, but I have been to Paris. You want a baguette? And well, I've been to Paris. And like I can walk down to my corner store where I live right now, and they make fresh baked baguettes every day, and they're delightful. And maybe it's just like you're caught up in the environment, but like when I was in Paris, we ate like a fresh like hot baguette from some bakery as well as like a croissant. and that shit was like the most delicious shit we'd ever tasted in our fucking lives. So we make we laugh and we make <laughs> jokes, but like it's like the exquisiteness of it, of the of the products over there. Uh, and it might have been the romance of the city, like in our in our in our in our feelings and everything. But god goddamn, was that shit fucking good there!
1: <laughs> <laughs> I now I just see the dean wearing a beret, sitting at a corner store cafe, just eating his baguette. Oh, man, this is
3: great! <laughs> With a striped shirt and a cigarette in one hand. <laughs> oh, oh, I love, I love, this, love this city.
0: city. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Dean's wife, would you like a baguette? Oh, of so course, like a baguette.
3: And the dean is they like, I love you. <laughs> and his lady is like, I, I love you too, Dean. Oh, I love you so much. Let's make French love Do a, with a bunch of
4: baguettes. <laughs> and the in real life also, just for the record, the Eiffel Tower is like way smaller than you would think it was. Oh, dude. Is it? I didn't know. Okay. I don't. Kinda I like, never knew how big it was.
2: Okay,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I but got a picture. Anyway, that, like Statue no of
2: Liberty, you know, it seems like a large structure, but it's probably not that big. <laughs> yeah. No, it's big because it's America.
1: to make everything big
2: here. <laughs>
0: Fuck
2: yeah! <Central> Statue <laughs> of Liberty's French. <laughs> but, I know, but I was but, saying because
1: it's in America, it's naturally bigger. Mm-hmm. Kind of like what Trump said after nine eleven. <laughs> This <laughs> uh, is the biggest t- building in the city now but yeah that was my whole thing um, but yeah they weave the car <laughs> yeah. park where the security guards are laying in blood and they go to Detox's apartment where he's having a kick ass party where I guess in every French apartment you got to have a gigantic screen and you have to have a lot of beautiful women There's not have a single ugly woman in that fucking oh, yeah <laughs> uh, was like, they do well, not produce ugly people
3: yeah but the, the, it, I also got the vibe that they're also kind of like his bodyguards almost you know so he's you know, he has got his hot lady
1: bodyguards surrounding him. Oh, the one with the uh, the the skeleton like tank top. I was like, yeah, I'm all about that one. <laughs> I like, yeah, I thought you her. would be. And she would <laughs> she would be rejecting me left and right, but I would be trying. They like, see <laughs> you on a fresh think- baguette. Hmm.
2: And here I am. I'm still <laughs> thinking about Marie. <laughs>
1: So yeah, we moved on from her unfortunately. Now we got these gangsters yeah. you know in their apartment. <laughs> you you know, know,
2: this is this is where about. I actually started to wonder is this movie supposed to be a comedy? Um with the way mm. everything ends up going on here.
1: Okay. We yeah. What, the interactions between <laughs> Luke
0: and Detox.
2: Yeah, you well, know what you I'm, have to Oh, go ahead. Paging, the the couple of cronies, the fact that he goes yeah. you know, Detox goes down there and like they do the quick cut of where I mean it's almost like yeah, it's it's like a fucking it, it's Like, uh, oh, what the hell was this? It's like JBL's clothesline from hell, you know, where he (laughs) he talks out, he stomps him down, and you got everybody hanging over the railing, and it's almost like you. I was waiting for, like, a Chris Tucker-esque, like, you know, like, holy fuck, what'd you just do, type of deal. And it it, it, it just had everything, like, built up in it to kind of make you laugh and giggle. But then, you know, he gets up there, and I guess he sneaks in and starts cutting limbs apart. I mean, that was happening. Oh,
4: that was, yeah. Well, I feel like I, I, you know I you needed him, to have, so. like you like to mm. to have this
2: you know this
4: exciting burst of violence. Like you needed this cast of characters that could be sliced and diced. So the creation of Detox's crew, whether those chicks were his bodyguards or just part of the crew, like it give us it gives us the people to have this this wonderfully, uh you know this wonderful swordsman. Uh, slice and dice a thon with limbs, loot flying off and blood spurt, and you know this, you know, violent set but, piece that differs from all the other parts of the film.
3: Right, but also like the ghoul was saying though, is like it almost becomes a comedy just because again they go that route of because we're going hard, you know, everything cuts off so easily off of everybody, you know, no, no, you know. Just halfway cut off parts, hanging by limbs or anything like that. Get Everything that
4: sword was nice and sharp. But...
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm it sure that hard. was like a Renfair
3: <laughs> sword. I thought that was like straight up samurai sword shit. You know, that was like some was shit he got at the flea
1: market. <laughs> I mean, but to the Ghoul's point, yeah, I mean, when he killed Detox, I laughed just because he just did it so easily, he snapped his neck, and then they do the shot of his body still laying there after the driver's already walking into the building like, just after the fact, and just dead, and it's like, this is this big gangster that just got dispatched real quickly, and then when you get up to the party, you have that one open door, and everybody's ready to go at the other door, and all of a sudden, he's in the fucking door, and just slicing and dancing, like we had said. Just real quick, dispatching them all, Michael Myers style, just to show you, again, you gotta have a little blood, you gotta have a little gore, like the Dean had said, so this is that highlight scene of the movie, where you get to see some good blood spurting. blur splur, sprawl, sprawl. <laughs>
2: It's at this point where it also plays off like an action film, um, where you yeah. have that mm-hmm. that mid-film, big action sequence, and then it's, you know, again, we're going to dive back in again and go, go a little slow for a little bit.
0: Yeah, because
1: now uh-huh. they finally decided that they have to call the cops. Like, they have no choice. We have to call the cops, give them where our location is, and, uh, you know, they'll get here. And as Chris goes to look for a sign, that's when he gets hit by the driver. Then he just gets back up, and he's like, yeah, I'm kind of fucked up, but it's all dude, right. like, you just get <laughs> yeah, hit by a fucking it car.
2: Down, then he gets downstairs, and Luke's like, are you okay? And he's like, yeah. Like, dude, you yeah, just got fucked <laughs> <bugged laughs> up.
0: Yeah. yeah. Got thrown by when you car. When he gets back, are yeah, you okay. okay? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> the- <laughs> Yeah, just yeah. Yeah, you just got fucking whammed by a car, but you just got up. I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's not going to happen in real life. But okay, I guess you're the new Michael Myers that we're going to have in this movie. You can, can't be taken <laughs> down, Chris. <laughs> and this is when cool the, the corrupt policemen so come sweet. back. It was. And now you have the corrupt policemen coming back, and you know they're screaming about this driver, and they're being stalked. And, of course, the policemen don't believe him until the driver shows back up to take care of the rest of the – Corrupt policemen, except for the one that didn't take the bribe. You know, the cash mm. saves him. But but
0: we think i police car. This, <laughs> Yeah,
3: and I enjoyed this fight scene way better than the one in Detox's apartment. This one was actually to me more fun. He was actually doing some actual moves that you could actually see instead of bodies all over the place and just you know. Close up of a cut off limb. Close up of a cut off leg. You know, we were actually getting to see some fight sequences here for a little bit. <laughs> it was, and was the great. driver really likes shotguns.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was having fun with it. Um, and then of course they they managed to save the the one uh, cop. You know, put him in the back of the police car and drive him away. And it's like fucking Reservoir Dogs. You're gonna be okay. You're gonna be okay, man. Yeah, yeah. Big uh, Reservoir Dogs <laughs> vibes
0: right there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Tell sure. me you're gonna be okay. Say I'm gonna be okay. Like,
1: no man, he's on his way out. <laughs> I'm a cop.
0: No. I'm a cop. Oh, my hand, man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Um but yeah, the cop dies and now they're panicking and then their car for some reason shuts down, like and he has to pull over it, into like the woods. Yeah. I don't understand what happened with the car, but yeah, it just it doesn't wasn't working anymore. <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, curious, maybe it was a... Very simply I'm ran out of it gas. Was a, I don't know.
4: They couldn't I figure guess. it out.
1: <laughs> yeah, because he's just like, "Fuck the car, fuck me," and you know, I'm like, "Okay, I, I don't know, but maybe it ran out of gas. Maybe there's not any gas in it." But and that's two, when two they grown men to, can't figure out what the fuck's wrong with the car. <laughs> just staring at each other. Oh, I don't know. Did, yeah. Is there gas yeah, in it? Definitely in it? it oh, looks that's like it ran yeah. out of gas. Yeah. I mean, you would you think don't to change the tire.
0: No, I don't
2: know how to change a tire. (laughs) Oh, but this is France. This (laughs) This means it is an electric car. So it is an electric car. (laughs) They had no plug.
1: (laughs) But with the cop being dead, they realize that they don't have any witnesses. They implicate this driver in all these killings. So instead, they decide that they're going to reveal what happened two years ago and why Chris left France. And that's because one drunken night, they lit a fucking homeless person on fire. That happens, <laughs> and then they just proceed to watch him burn while not putting out any of the blankets, because he's a homeless guy. You know he's got thousands of blankets that you can literally take and put them out, but now they're the just going to watch him dramatically burn in the Sometimes CGI. you got
2: to sit there and watch him.
1: What you know what to me? Just, yeah, I don't know. I just, <laughs> they're just watching this guy scream and burn, they're like, what should we do? I don't know. Let's watch him burn. Let's see what happens.
4: Let's see what <laughs> happens. There's nothing you can do there, really. <laughs> you grab a blanket and put you him out. You grab what, homeless what, blanket what? What blanket? Where? Everything out. was burning. What blanket? He's a homeless guy. He's got a cart next to him. He's got a thousand blankets in that cart. Yeah, they, really, one so of them so is if not this thing. If I were to thing. go back and go back to that scene, I'm going to see a cart, a cart with yep. a thousand blankets in You will see a cart with a bunch of blankets and clothing in it. The shopping cart,
1: just out of reach of the guy that they could have reached into and grabbed the blanket or whatever he had in that cart and put him out. But instead, they decided to just dramatically watch him burn. while really yeah. sad. Or so are you going yeah. to be
4: able to make kind of a decision if you're highly intoxicated, being that the bottle of liquor they had, you know, between the two of them, there was like, you know, not that much left in the bottle as they were jokingly dumping
1: it. I think stuff. that would sober you up real fast, watching a guy burn to death. <laughs> I don't know. I think that would snap me to yeah, reality real yeah, quick. It's
3: a, yeah, it's not like they were tripping on shrooms. They were just drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I but but, the, but at least we kind of got a Burning Man out of this. It was slow, it was slow paced cuz you know me, man, I fucking love a Burning Man stunt. Um, you know, they were taking their time with it, but unfortunately it was half real. It it was half real and it was half CGI though. That was that was the problem because the the scenes where you see the entire um Hallway there, and you know he's laying down on the ground, and the flames are coming up. I'm I'm looking at it. I'm pausing, it, and I'm like, that that's fucking fake flame.
0: <laughs> you can see the wow, gel because... that they use. <laughs>
3: no, I, I'm, t- I'm t- no, I'm talking about when they just show the body laying on the ground and it's oh, on yeah, fire. Oh uh, yeah, not, not yeah, yeah, not when he's walking around. There you can see him coated in fucking gel. You know, that's an actual <laughs> yeah. motherfucker on actual fire. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's not Bodysuit Michael from Halloween yeah. 2. No, this is just yeah. gel <laughs> they put yeah. on a stuntman yeah. to get that. Yeah, It's cool. Yeah.
3: And if you were part of – and this is why I wanted to bring this up to you guys – is because if you were part of the crowdfunding for this movie and paid up to the €3,000 mark
0: – You right, be set on fire? You no,
3: know, your reward was you could you could be one of the people that set the fucker on fire. That was your reward. That's you pretty bad. <laughs> you got wait, to what? There, there. Yeah, man. It, I sent you the link. The link about all of their levels of contributions. I saw that. One, yeah, I, you know what? I, yeah. I hit
2: the. I hit the link and nothing came up. I, I meant to tell you that. Like I couldn't see it for some reason. I don't know if it was my phone. My phone's been weird. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so, but so, yeah. Wait. What do you mean by <laughs> but, you got to be one of the people to set them on fire? I mean, you're obviously not a character in the movie. No, it no, was a thing the, of you. you, you got to sun. be there. On,
3: yeah, you got to be there on set and then set him on fire for the stunt.
2: Mm. Like, okay. What a fucking
1: extra that is! <laughs> you know, for
2: three thousand today, but, oh, I just lit somebody on fire.
1: <laughs>
2: three thousand euros well spent, baby. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. I can't get a baguette this week, but I can set a man on fire. <laughs> yeah.
3: I thought <laughs> that was cool. Yeah, but they had lots of levels of contribution and
4: lots of cool ass
3: rewards of involving shit with the movie. Uh, but know, yeah, that was one
4: of them. <laughs> when you guys when you shared when you shared that link about the the crowdfunding, I saw that and I was like, oh man, I want to go look and see the levels. But I didn't want to do that until I until I watched the film, and then when I watched it, I forgot to go back and look. So I'm, I'm I actually just open it up now. So yeah, okay, got to but... light people on fire.
0: <laughs> so that is
1: what leads to this fist fight that they have Which isn't really a good fight at all Because they're just kind of laying on top of each other You know, and just kind of taking yep. like pot shots So I mean, What's that's this fight? their Mid- brawl you know Middle, I, I middle school fight. fights
2: That were like that, dude
1: <laughs> but, but I'm watching a movie I don't want to see a middle school fight that's realistic I want to see a fucking drag out fight I want to see a movie fight, you know I don't want to see a realistic fight <laughs> It's I'm not here for reals.
3: I want passion in the fight.
0: Just
1: yeah. Just
0: let us years the angst.
1: <laughs> bite that fucker's ear off like Tyson. Do something rather than just oh, laying on wow, the ground wow. and punch each other. But,
3: uh, uh, it looks like they're almost dry humping.
1: <laughs> and as if things couldn't get worse for Luke and Chris, now they find out that Ludovan has been kidnapped by the driver. So, wow, that's happening.
0: Lutevin. The driver
1: somehow found her and kidnapped her. And taking her to some factory, and she's terrified out of her mind. somebody's got to save her. Luke, you know, hey, man, Weaver, man. <laughs> Fuck her. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, well, he's had,
2: <laughs> he's had Luke's phone the entire time, so he just hit home and uh, on his GPS. And that was that.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know, he had the backpack. But um, yeah, Luke is saying Weaver, and Chris wants to save her because he's still in love with her, and she's still kind of in love with him, kind of. Maybe. We'll find out.
2: Well, that's <laughs> but, yeah. what I thought was weird, because I thought Chris left his bag in the car. He did. But it, w- but it was Luke's phone that got left in the right.
1: car. Yeah, and the backpack. Yeah. Both got left in the car. Yeah, both the backpack uh, yeah. and the phone got left in the car. I guess, when you they know decided what? Yeah, I'm going
2: to say... Uh, in this day and age I don't see how you how you lose or forget like, you know, your your phone because they seem to be attached to us all. But you know what? I bet yeah. sure if I was all skied up on liquor and cocaine I'd probably forget my phone too.
1: I mean it would be in my pocket, so I don't know if I would lose it. I mean it's always in my pocket. I don't really just have it out randomly, but like you said, you're all cut. Co- you know, coked up, you don't know. Just have it laying out in the seat. But um Chris decides he's gonna have to save Udivin, you know, and then do the right thing and joins him and they get to the factory and Driver's nowhere to be found. She's tied up, and Chris has to untie her, and they're both committing their love to each other. It's like, oh, that's sweet. I'm so, fucking Luke. <laughs> Chris, yeah. here. So yeah, I'm, I'm Team Luke. <laughs> Sorry, Chris, <laughs>
3: but but now <laughs> we're gonna loser. get a little bit of drifting. <laughs> so I fucking dug it. Of just the car shows up, and now it's chasing them through the old factory because apparently there's only one old factory in all
0: of Paris.
1: One. You know, but. Well, yeah. no. <laughs>
0: We bombed all of them. Well,
2: I mean, think about it, though. When oh, you live well. in an area, you know, like, I don't know, when I was growing up in Staten Island, right, if you told somebody to meet meet me at the creek, you knew where the creek was. You know, it's not that there's only one creek in all of Staten Island, but there's only <laughs> one specific place in your neighborhood. Yeah. Okay, good point. Well,
1: yeah, you, so you get the, the car drifting, and that's when – it stops and you have the driver get out, and all three of them are scared out of their minds, and he just does the finger point. I want you, motherfucker. I want you. <laughs> oh, okay. So he wants Luke, so let's I'm get out of here. i am pulling
2: you out. <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I want you Yeah. yeah.
0: You with me.
3: <laughs> you know what, Hogan? <laughs> so, Chris first, tries to you know, sacrifice himself. And then the yeah. driver shoves him away. You know, and. Yep. And what's you know, in his ear? It, it,
1: yeah, sexy. yeah <laughs> well, he, he grabs him, he he him by
2: the back of the fucking head. And, like, you know with Those big fucking burly muscles brings him nice and close. Just,
0: <laughs> <it's> fucking hot. <laughs> <laughs>
3: It'll always be But, you. yeah, so but,
1: you know. <laughs> Luke, Luke gets in the car after being whispered in the ear by um, the driver to Chris, so they let him go. Woodivine doesn't understand, but he goes, he had to go. We're free. Let's go. And that's the last time we see them. So hopefully they're having a happy relationship somewhere. Probably going to be a little bit fractured because they just <laughs> let their <laughs> friend sacrifice himself. They have no idea where he's going. But we find out where Luke's going, and he's going to naked prison. That's where we <laughs> see him the next time.
0: Is, no, <clears> he, gets he, gets, he, he gets choked out. Uh, he gets choked out all is.
4: Undertaker style.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, I <know>. but it's here, <laughs> man. Early on, when I was talking <sighs> about the third act, like this, here we have, wow. here we have the final act, where this thing just went completely off the rails, in my opinion. Because I said, as I said, like yeah, argue the merits, whatever. I was kind of enjoying it up until this point, point. and then when we got here. And what has unfolded the rest of the way, legitimately, I was like, what the actual fuck is happening right now?
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's
1: butt-ass naked in the cell, and he's being fed, like, Alpo dog food in a bowl, and they're just keeping him in there. And then all of a sudden, they give him a book, and he begins to read it, and you find out we have a lot of French Frank castles in Paris Ah. that just – drive yeah. around in their cars, and try to correct shit because they're vigilant. No,
2: I mean, no, 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 no. Don't you get it? That's what I it's, got from it. No, it's that there have been throughout history. It's not that there's a group of them doing it at this time. This started way back when, and it seems like right. there's one, you know, who's kind of like the anointed hero, so to speak. So It's more like Batman. It's more like Batman, you know? It's like Batman is graduating and giving the, and giving Robin the, the fucking cowl, you know? The <laughs> <A>
0: cowl. <laughs>
4: it's like the curse of swords.
0: But just the
1: animated sequences showing you the history of the Secret Society of Vigilantes. I was like, yeah, they're just a bunch of front castles. And it's just for so all time. From medieval times and modern times, they've always been there. This class of vigilantes who repent for their selfish and violent lives but becoming these vigilantes who get to wear cool baseball caps and snow vests.
3: (laughs) They don't all wear cool baseball caps and snow vests. But either way, yeah. We had this horrible animation (laughs) sequence that was like give me like really bad flashbacks to Samurai Jack. (laughs) <laughs> oh, or yeah. the really yeah. old internet or the really old internet cartoon ninja but either way they threw this animation in at the very last minute they this wasn't even originally part of the original movie apparently like, like this an was an afterthought yeah <laughs>
0: they
3: they needed to they needed to fill 10 minutes uh, of the movie so they threw in this animation <laughs>
2: Yeah, I know you called this the third act, Dean. I didn't feel like this was the third act. I feel like the third act was the factory sequence. Like this, yep. yeah, and this feels like the other one. It feels like what All happened. All right, fine. Let me rephrase, man. The, then.
4: The, the conclusion, uh, you know, the, the big reveal. Part. Whatever you want to refer to it as, this is the portion that I was talking about. Once he gets into <laughs> the cab and gets taken away, that's what I'm talking about. It's, it's ridiculous. ridiculous. We call it the French Twig. It's the French Twig. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: But,
1: the menage but yeah, like twist. Adina just said, you're watching a fucking movie about two guys being chased by a psychotic driver. Then all of a sudden now you're revealing that it's a secret society of vigilantes.
0: What?
2: And he's a hero. Like,
0: dude, you could, Charles Bronson you is could in the grave. It.
2: He is not the <laughs> yeah. hero they wanted, he's just, he's, but he is the hero they need.
0: <laughs> yeah. You could have ended
1: it, you know, when Luke gets taken away, they could have ended it right there, and I would have been happy. But now they have to tack on the epilogue.
3: Ended it with the choke. Just, you know, yep. the choke. I would have been happy with that. His, 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 his eyes go dark, end of movie. Done.
1: Yeah. Would have loved it. Would have shaved off some time, and we wouldn't he have to have this, this epilogue is. of yeah. Yeah. Or but
3: or if you if, yeah. or if you wanted to just keep a uh, naked prison and just have him just wake up in naked prison and then leave the movie
2: at that, there you go. Just like looking at his <laughs> butt, didn't you, monkey? <laughs> I mean, you know how I roll, bitch. <laughs> I
0: mean,
1: that would have been a nice like Marvel post-credit sequence if they wanted to continue with this series <laughs> of movies. It could have been the the Nightfair cinematic universe where Luke wakes <laughs> <laughs> up in a prison where he's naked. <laughs>
0: uh, Yep, <laughs> yep. And Samuel Jackson shows okay, up and like, motherfucker, directed. we got some work to do. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and, well, <laughs> and, and we know that, we know that <laughs> Dean wouldn't have watched it until there were like 18 of them.
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, 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 I dedicated like every waking hour for two weeks to complete that fucking piece, all right? So, And you all didn't believe me, it, so anything it, is possible. It, it w- <laughs> It was your quest, Dean, to watch the Marvel Cinematic <laughs>
1: Universe. Yeah. Until they got to the part with Night you know, Fair Winter Soldier, and then he was really involved. <laughs> That's when things started really picking up for, for Night Fair as a series, once they got to that. <laughs> but now it's. You, you it have does. Luke realizing that he was a soldier. This
2: does kind of feel like a French Like you know when all is said and done It kind of feels like a French version of Unbreakable In which like yeah at some point Or another somebody's going to pick up this Movie and be like oh hey I can make a sequel to this but it'll Be like a a hero film instead Of You know what we got with this one
1: Yeah Because we do see after a time Luke is sitting with the driver in the car And they see a a a gang beating up a guy and that's when the driver pulls over and hands him the hat hands him the vest and he's like see you later
2: I'm done with my <laughs> person,
0: so.
1: Finally, I'm
2: out I am out of this fucking movie <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: yeah I mean so, if, they wanted, so then,
1: if they wanted to go comedy they could have done that yeah go ahead monkey. So,
2: so
3: then Luke puts on the hat and then he puts on the vest it's kind of roomy <laughs> yeah,
0: I
1: know <laughs> you could put another person in there <laughs> I mean, it's great to think about how the driver that we've seen has been like Michael Myers, how he could just tear into people, wreck people. I don't see Luke doing that. He he weighs like 90 pounds. I can't imagine him beating up anybody. I would love if the movie ended with him getting his ass kicked by everybody. Even the guy that was getting his ass kicked joins in and beating on Luke. And that's where we end the movie (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
3: Who the fuck are you?
1: <laughs> Getting in my
3: business like that.
1: <laughs> yeah, whoop tries to throw one punch oh. and then they all just beat the fuck out of him. Oh.
2: <laughs> and then they
1: steal his taxi. <laughs> <And then he laughs> it's
2: like that scene in Kung <laughs> Tao when they uh when he tells them to start <laughs> yeah. hitting them with a the stick and they just start beating <laughs> the shit out of him. <laughs> okay. So he's laying on the ground and oh, oh. still doing it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. They pause for yeah, a second. That,
0: They're like, "Oh, is he okay?"
1: And then they just go back to it again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, one of the best things in that movie. Yeah, that would have been so much better of an ending for fair than that. But I mean, so "Yeah, he's just he's taking over the mantle. You know, he he's the new vigilante in town." But again, he but the he's so one. small and unintimidating. Like, yeah, oh, fucking Batista earlier with the big muscles.
2: I wouldn't be afraid he's of working that, on that an alley. Yeah. Well, again, you know, I think they were trying to show us like there had been time passed, that Luke has not only been reading, but they've been feeding him more, that he's been trained, he's been taught. Um, You know, these are just things they poorly kind of, that's how I took it. I feel like, you know, that enough time had passed that he kind of learned. He learned how to be the defender that they needed.
3: Well, the, you know they can't show, show all of Reeves' Batman movie in the last fifteen minutes, man. No, but it said they can give us a we bunch of Adam in
1: Yeah,
0: needed yeah. a montage.
1: We Needed a better motherfucking montage. guess <laughs> like, what we needed.
0: Even Rocky Filling had a show. montage. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would have been a lot better, but so that's where it ends with him taking over the mantle. That, it was night fair. So, I mean, uh, me personally, I just you know, just it's an okay movie but it's not something that I think I would ever revisit unless they do go up to Winter Soldier. Then I'm in, because I want to see that movie. <laughs> if it had
3: just stayed as a 45-minute short of them getting chased around in the car, it would have been
2: awesome.
1: Yeah. Yep. Would have been great. But then they had to attack on the Night fan yeah. 2,
2: electric boogaloo. Well, I'm in. <laughs> Break
1: dancing and car chases? A joke. Fuck yeah, dude. Uh-huh. Yeah, a turbo and <laughs> ozone gonna... chasing people in a car. Oh, have <laughs> they pop and lock you to death. And that's a movie. That's a choice I want to see. Like it just—it's so cool. But, um. Anyway, so as we close out, yeah. So uh, next week, uh, I believe it goes back to my pick. So I'm going yes, to it does. take you guys to the year 1987 and we're going to see where our friends Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell are and discuss Evil Dead 2, Dead by Dawn. Oh, okay. Sweet. So that is my choice for next week. So we covered oh, Evil sorry, Dead not that long ago that on the week? show. Just I was now go into. So, so Yeah, so want to do the, the yeah. comedy aspect of Evil Dead, starting with Evil Dead 2, Dead by
0: Dead Dawn.
2: Oh, That'll okay. be my pick for next comedy. week. Oh, that's right. good. Uh, uh, deep into a classic.
1: That's right, hail <laughs> of the king, baby. So, all right, Dean. Uh, thank you so much for your pick tonight of Night Fair, and we'll see you back here next week.
4: Bonsoir. <laughs> bonsoir
1: <indeed>.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, bonjour, my friend. But okay, and monkey. <laughs> thank you once again for joining us, and we will see you back in here next week for Evil Dead Two: Dead by Dawn. <laughs>
3: You're listening to tonight's episode of Talking Carol. <laughs> <laughs> Letting me come in your ear. <laughs>
1: oh, so sexy. Yes. <laughs> hey,
0: yeah, come he on your back, Mulan monkey.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> with his baguette
1: and his wine. Very fine. <laughs> Mulan <laughs> monkey
2: starring you e. McGregor.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh,
1: I I'd, I'd pay to see that biopic. You are the as a mad monkey. <laughs> Nicole I love Deacon. that
0: movie. <laughs> I really do. Yeah. Yeah. You're the one. You're the one fan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I got the Dodger. I, I thought it was fun. I, got I, know, I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I still
1: haven't made it all the way through that movie. I get like halfway in. I'm like, I, what else is on? Like, this is just too over the <laughs> top of me. <laughs> but what's, that's what's the can
0: can not I king, king. watched that tripping what's on king, the
1: not <laughs> <laughs> No, no, <thanks. laughs> I'll I'll stick to Romeo and Juliet if I go Baz Luhrmann. And Uncle Mulan Rouge, Rouge is just too over the top.
0: Well, at least Romeo and Juliet was fun. They
1: both die at the end. It's pretty fucking killer.
2: Gould, <laughs> 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 um, um,
1: cool, why don't you go ahead and hit us with the club? He's it cool out?
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> you ruined that movie for everybody! Uh, oh, fuck. Yeah. Spoilers, guys. Uh, Sorry about uh, Romeo and Juliet. And uh, if you go to Etsy. Go to Bonfire B Designs, all one word. You're gonna find all kinds of gemstones, jewelry, uh, bracelets, pendants, you know, all kinds of stuff, man. Find something for your your man, your woman, your kid, whatever. Just get on there, go buy. It's the holidays. Support small businesses and uh, and and in home stuff, man. Everybody needs it. So I know I know everybody's hurting for for cash. So I get it. If you can't, oh, we certainly appreciate it when you do. And that's oh, it. Stay nice. scared.
0: All right. And as
1: for me, as always, I'm your old pal, the king of horror, Andy G, saying keep America strong, watch horror movies, hail Satan, hail odorous, hail yourselves, and we'll see you back here next week for some fun in the cabin with Bruce Campbell. Hail to the king, baby.